anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Hello, bonjour. What's up? Hello, bonjour. Welcome to the uh, Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. Podcast. I'd like to add that bass to you, pal. Yeah, that was nice. Anytime I can help. Um, I am Freddie Rivas, the host of the podcast. And I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. Hi, everyone. Um, Matt, uh, if people want to listen to this podcast, support us, help us grow uh, in Toronto and Canada, how might they uh, How might they, they do us? it? And worldwide. You know what? You got to find your favorite podcatcher and you just got to start listening. Get that subscription uh-huh. and you don't have to search for us. We're just going to pop up as soon as it goes live. Woo. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Player FM, Overcast, Pocket Casts. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> And let's not forget, we are on YouTube. We got another subscriber. We are, I think we're up to 15 now, Freddie. Oh, my 15 goodness. 15 subscribers. Yes, that's right. We are officially YouTube partners. Uh, I think our last episode was a record, too. We had nine views. So Huge. Yeah, Huge. we are and, and, rolling. And we are on Player <laughs> FM. Did you mention that? Yeah, I did, of course. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I'm trying to give it a little more respect because I know you're sensitive about yeah, Player I'm FM. Yeah, I'm very sensitive about Player FM. <laughs> um, that's how I find a lot of the podcasts I listen to. So yeah. um, I guess watch your back when you when you criticize that. Cheers to that. Um, we got a, we got amazing guests, and it's the goddamn finals. Uh, I went to game two. I'm still on a high from that. Unreal. Um, he went to game two as well. He's wearing the uh, the finals uh, Raptors hat, which is uh, pretty damn amazing. Yeah. And his shirt's friggin' awesome, too. Uh, <laughs> you know him. You love him. I want to say something that I don't know if I can, but uh, Ennis is great. That's all I can say. Uh, give it up for Ennis. How That's could right. you say that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Make it hot. What? Okay, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bit too hot, and I, I wanted to I wanted to like do some plugging for you, but then yeah. I'm like I don't know what's official and what's not. Oh, that's so. fine. Yeah, no problem. Okay, Give, we could talk. Try, try me. It would be okay. totally fine. The blind spot. Oh yeah, right. We just had the season finale. Just aired. We're starting to shoot season five. Yay! Okay, so, great. It's coming up. Coming I thought up. there was a chance. You, yeah. that, that, oh, you were worried that like, we got canceled? Spot. And I was and like, like, we're not on. Shut up. No, no. We just got picked up for a, a fifth and final season, and that's going to be uh, airing. Sometime in the next couple of years. That's wonderful. Yeah, but uh, as vague as I can be. There's uh, there's <laughs> a bunch of wonderful stuff in between, and let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, she's amazing. She's hilarious. Uh, she has my show Rap Battles a bunch. She writes for a million things, and uh, yeah, she's one of the best people I know. Loves Nick Nurse. Give it up for Catherine Niker. <laughs> Honestly, my intros were a bit sloppy, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're positive though. The music is saving it though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Matt just did like like when it went ooh. Catherine's on a lot, so yeah, I really know her theme. I don't even have to look yeah. it up. I know. But, but your body kind of rose up like you were some like proud alien daft punk character. Yeah, was it that's a theremin? Was that a theremin? Uh, People don't realize that you're doing this live. All that instrumentation is happening live. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. I've got several keyboards and uh, all, all it's all like hooked <laughs> to you in different ways. It's a very impressive if you're kind of like the matrix, that. yeah. Catherine. Hello. Thanks for doing this. How, how are you? Good. It's not about the intro. It's about the love. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. The song's called What is Love? She what knows. is love? <laughs> wow. Well, speaking of love, that's my mom calling me. Oh, oh Kathy. Love, love you, mom. I'm I not here. I'm not here. Um, you're not there. Or me. Per, or <laughs> me. Either way. Anyone. You know, I'm usually there for my mom. I'll yeah. say that. 
Um, she's driving home from school for sure. She wants to talk about the Raptors, but Aww. she gets that I do the pod. Has you she been I mean? on the show? She's been on the show. Oh, amazing. Yeah, she was on the DeMar DeRozan episode. Oh, right. Um, she called in? Yeah, she was the reason we uh, started doing a, like the odd call-in episode because she called me that morning and she said, Freddie, DeRozan's been traded. My stomach hurts. Because <laughs> she was just so devastated. Oh, and come on. Yeah, so yeah, she didn't really know who Kawhi was that well, but but she's a hardcore Raptor fan, so she she you know, it was it was a painful time. Yeah, but, absolutely. But she's having a good time now. Um, okay, before we get to all the finals glory and discussing the minutia of who should cover who and uh, how great this all is or how mm-hmm. scary it is, depending on what type of fan you are, mm-hmm. I've been keeping some stats, oh. some playoff stats. So, uh, Matt, That's if right. you're ready, this is a, this is kind of like a Hunger Games portion of, of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what that could mean. Oh, it's it's a pretty convoluted concept. <laughs> is there archery? Yeah. Um, I not, only saw the first one. There's yeah. just basically like, you know, when someone dies in the Hunger Games, <laughs> yeah. it's like Catherine Nyker is dead. Wow. Why, why am I the is example? That gonna, yeah. I was looking right at you. <laughs> you know, and then if there's two people, it could be like, and also Ennis Esmer. Boom. Oh, man, I gotta watch yeah. some. Oh, <laughs> see what I mean? And that's like what? Your eulogy? Kind so, of. Jeez. <laughs> Listen. So this is just the Raptor players like killing each other? No, no. No, no. As it's, they, it's much as better they pass than, people on the NBA. Just check this out, oh, okay? okay. okay. <laughs> well, we'll do the first You'll one and see it. how it works. <laughs> so aggressive, Freddie. I know. But it's really. thought we were celebrating our history right now. Like, that's no. what this moment's about. We're just, yeah. We're just, you know, <laughs> again, it's got a positive spin in the end. You know what I mean? Because it's all about Correct. Kyle Lowry, this one. Oh, So this wow. is about okay. uh, Kyle Lowry's uh, journey through the all-time playoff assists uh, lead or whatever. He's, he's working his way up. So uh, when when we started doing the uh, when we started doing this in the playoffs, uh, Kyle had 300, 335 assists, which put him at 110th all-time. Now he has 462 playoff assists. Since last pod, Kyle has passed JoJo White. <laughs> okay, I got it. Wes Unseld. <laughs> Rick Barry. Wow. Freddie Lewis. And Hakeem Olajuwon. Wow. Oh. Kyle now sits at 63rd all time in playoff assists. And he's coming for James Worthy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to go. Yeah, Matt, that was a nice one. I thought you were going to list off all whatever forty-seven people he's jumped, and we were just going <laughs> to no, strap in. And- no, I mean it, it has been it like has that a little bit. Yeah. Highlights. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we need to start talking raps. Matt, would you give yeah. me that rapped, rap, rap, raptors sting? Cannot play it. I mean, they're not an up-and-coming team. They're here. They're here. They're here. They're here. This is pretty appropriate. <laughs> I'm a fun guy But not in the courtroom <laughs> Oh wow oh. Okay Ooh. I had a question Ooh. Coming in with some heat <laughs> I had a question But clearly Matt had a statement <laughs> Let's go there um, Yeah well, I guess let's go there right away uh, It came out that Kawhi 
Um, actually, you know what, Ennis? I'm yeah. just going to throw to you because I feel like you have a good analogy for this whole situation. Well, I'm not that uh, – I, I didn't actually read that much about – I understand that he's trying to get uh, ownership of his logo back, right? That's the whole thing from Nike because right, his contention yeah. is that he designed it and Nike was using it. And we're trying and, to get him to stop using it. And a week ago, yeah. uh, the Nike uh, Nike was um, in some type of negotiation battle agreement with the Clippers. Yeah. So the Clippers were actually uh, – you know, we're only talking about this because the Clippers tried to buy the logo. You think they're connected? Do you think that's why Kawhi is doing this now? I mean, was that in I never works? heard about the ownership of uh, this logo and, and you know it, it being related to Kawhi's likeness until yeah. um, I read the report that Bomber and the Clippers are yeah. trying to buy this they're logo. They're trying to get back Kawhi's rights to it on his behalf. I guess. Which is like... Or, or they're trying to use it as leverage against him. Well, what do you think? They're going to hold it and be like, if you don't come to... I mean, either way, it's a sick, know. sick overplay. It My is. analogy for it was that what the Clippers did in trying to do that is like, if you're in a movie, you know when like, they have like movies where like like Lakeview Terrace or something where you have like the psycho new neighbor <laughs> who's like trying to be affable and then he do- oh, really oversteps. Like yes. you complain about like... Uh, like the, the the neighborhood dog keeps taking a dump on my lawn, and then the next scene he's like poisoned the dog and yeah. killed him. And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, very, he's like, I did this for you. Very cable guy s. Yeah, very cable yeah. guy s. Yeah, the betrayal yeah. that happens, and or like you know, and yeah, uh, just a, a like a suitor in a movie that's about a stalker just yeah. going completely over the line. I think that's what the Clippers did, and it backfired. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, like suing Nike is a pretty public and like it's a pretty big move like i don't know if he's going to win or what the parameters of the case are but not not just uh, the news of uh him suing nike broke yesterday but also the news of him buying a searching, house, buying a house searching a house. for real estate like landsberg drive a house i couldn't get to the bottom of that did he actually purchase a house or, or is he looking uh, around i read that he bought property I michael landsberg he said he bought property and they had two Michael, shout out to Michael Landsberg. Yeah, I know. Back, getting into the Raptors news cycle, though. Landsberg right? coming through. <laughs> On the record this time. Yeah, hey. Because of his show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they cited two sources that said that he bought. I thought he had bought something earlier. I don't know how I don't know how much of this is recycled yes. and how much of it is now, but they're really just trying to get as much content on the days off like, as Kawhi, possible. Kawhi House Watch, for me, is home in L.A., yeah. The big one he just bought in San Diego. Yeah. The one he still owns in San Antonio. The house he bought in Forest Hill earlier in the year. So yeah, he like, did. Like, right. He did like buy you're something. saying, I don't know if it's recycled or not. Yeah. Or if he's like, I'm a rich person and I collect homes. Yeah. I don't I don't give a shit about where he buys a house. I really don't. Yeah, because no. he's a wealthy person and that's just what wealthy people do. They, like yeah. to think that that actually means something is ridiculous. But what about the suing of Nike? Is that that's something? way more significant. I would rather talk about the whole Nike thing because it's like, I don't, don't, you don't sue Nike unless you think you have a good chance of winning. Like you just don't sue a giant corporation like that unless there's like a real shot at it. Like lawyers, people just don't take that kind of risk. But that's not really related. I mean, that the, the, is, am I right in this? Is that Nike is trying was trying to get Kawhi to stop using the logo that he's saying he created or he had created before they went into partnership with Nike when he had a shoe deal with them? Yeah. As far as I know it, um, basically he didn't realize that they were still using like he had given them he had given them permission to use it on certain types of apparel. Yeah. And then I think. Someone has let him know how much money they're making off of this specific logo that yeah. he is not privy to. Yeah. So I think it's a situation where 
ba- basically Nike was making a, pun- a bunch of money uh, off of something that's associated to his likeness. Well, that doesn't Which, seem right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's happening And then did he, have, did he uh, actually design it himself? Apparently. So, well, yeah, what, what I read is so that then the, that's like these are all part of property as well. Exactly, because it's his, it's the claw. Yeah. It's his initials. Yeah. And then it's his number yeah. in, the, in the middle. Um, and, and his hand also. And his hand. And his actual it's, hand. It's his hand did that's he, traced. Yeah. So there you go. You know, like when you used to draw turkeys. Oh yeah. In grade school, remember that? You draw <laughs> lines around your hand. Anybody? No, I do you recall Toronto public schools. I'm curious. <laughs> did he trace this on graph paper? Yeah. Or a the, Bristol board? The full claw has a waddle <laughs> and has little legs. You don't know. You know it's but, a but, menacing but, turkey with you know a ball I mean? in its beak. On yeah. a, a classic eight by ten. That's not going to fly with Kawhi. <laughs> no right. Way. True. I yeah, I'm even doing it now, of... and I might. Yeah. You need yeah. a. Le- you need legal. Yeah. He's got some legal paper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to know. I want to know about his paper stock. All right. I'm going to hit you guys with some of my questions matt hijacked the damn pod on me. <laughs> um okay here we go so uh Catherine, let's start with you okay. um yeah okay uh you're on you're on the spot yeah, you're, you're, you're in the zone you're, you're on the damn spot here uh, yeah and ho- hopefully this question isn't too too convoluted but i'm sure it will be um, <laughs> great okay so uh you know we're going to need uh everyone and everything to win this series obviously Ooh. um People are going to have to perform at their best. Uh, we saw Pascal in game one obviously exceed any expectations that a, a third-year player might have in the finals. You know, he was incredible. Um, and I think we're going to need more and more incredible performances. But obviously, we got to scale it to who the player is. Uh, so let me phrase it this way. Which tier of, of player uh, do we need more from uh, to, to win this series eventually? So tier one is Kawhi by himself. <laughs> um, tier two yeah. is is Kyle, Pascal, and Mark. Uh-huh. So they're a tier. Uh, and tier three is Serge, Danny, and Fred. I didn't I didn't really opt to make a tier four with uh, Norman. No, that's fine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry, Norm. I okay. Let's I knew I forgot Norman someone. Tier Nor, three. Norm, no, Norm's in tier three. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Macaw is not. No, that's true. Okay. Um, and you know who others who might play a role are not yet. Sure. Um, so, so, yeah, and it's their powers combined. So it could just be, hey, if Kawhi has a 45-point game, that's more important than Tier 2 and 3. You know what I mean? So th- that's how I want you to okay, think about this Okay, so I think, I think Tier 2 is the tier that needs to step up the most. Like, right. this might be an unpopular opinion, but I really feel like... I, and I want to take away from the good stuff that Marcus Gasol has done, but I really mm-hmm. feel like he needs to do more for us. Like, Marcus right. Gasol should be scoring at least 10 points a game. Like, that's just how I feel about it. And, like, half of his shots are, like, uncontested. Like, we're not – they're not even guarding him. Like, they guarded him more in game two, but it's, like, still a good percentage of his uh, shots are open, and he needs to make those. Yes. I just – I really – and that that goes for the whole team. Like, it's so frustrating that in so many of our playoff losses, it's been because of, in large part, we're just missing wide-open shots. You know, and I don't right. know if that's like because of the pressure or what, but I really feel like Gasol, we need a consistent 10. He used to be a 2010 guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I really feel like in the amount of minutes he has, he can give us 10 points. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know? we'll, we'll, we'll talk about like nurse a, a, a little bit later, but I think um, and it's obviously on Gasol, but I wish that he would just grab, you know, two or three of Memphis's pet place and just 
tell Kyle what Conley does. And when Kawhi's off the court, just run two or three of those plays in the paint for Gasol because he's valuable as this guy who, you know, is close to the three-point line, who moves the ball around, who can hit a three-pointer. Um, but I agree with you. I think we need to run, like, and, and, and just back to what you're saying about, about missing shots, I think the way our system's organized is it's kind of like, we're not necessarily always finding the hot shooter. Um, so you, sometimes you have a game where someone hits yeah. t- hits two threes and takes three, you know? And I think the product of a system is like everything overflows after Kawhi and it's kind of like spread evenly. But I wouldn't be, you know, I feel like we should run a couple more Kyle to surge pick and rolls. We should run a couple more, um, or like one or two even, uh, Gasol post-ups or um, run, you know, maybe a pick and roll for Pascal instead of just like, uh, oh, do what you can do, man. Um, sorry, I kind of I, I kind of jumped on your Gasol no, thing, no, but uh, cool. I'll, I'll hit you with the same question, Ennis. Is there like a tier? Are you are you in agreement that that middle tier is kind of the most important? With yeah, Pascal? I mean, if you look at like when we do well, it's when we have uh, two or three guys step up and sort of take some of the burden away from Kawhi, and a lot of that's going to be hot hand stuff. I find it. I've been such a Gasol defender the whole time because mm-hmm. of how his game seems to be, first of all, how tough it is to integrate yes. into a situation like we have on yeah. Toronto where there are there is a hierarchy and he's like our fifth option as far as scoring goes mm-hmm. on the first, on the starting lineup, possibly. If you look at Danny as four, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he's a, he's a bit more of an option than Danny. Yeah, like okay, this, yeah, this playoffs, yeah. In like, terms of in terms of versatility, now. he's averaging like somewhere around eight or nine points. Yeah, and which old, I mean, he was yeah. averaging fifteen and eight on Memphis, and I mean, he's yeah. had twenty point. He oh, had yeah. like three twenty-seven point games in a row for Memphis. Oh, he can but, score. But I, I, it's one of those things where I feel like he's his game is still like kind of he's still trying to figure out how to fit in on mm-hmm. Toronto to some extent. So, uh, and he does so much defensively, but I think a lot of it is like, I think he actually could be considered the best center in this series. And aside from Lopez being such a unique kind of center in the Bucks series, he, right. he hasn't really had that. You know what I mean? Like he went up against Vucevic, he went up against Embiid. Mm-hmm. So he kind of has the opportunity and he went 20 and seven in game one. It was amazing. Totally, It looked good. But you know, and he, he had a couple close scores. Yeah. Like that, that, that uh, kind of like, he doesn't really do like hooks. He doesn't but, really, but he, he does, does have do a like, big man post game. He still, so he still does the fadeaways where you're right at the basket. Though. Yeah. Like, and we could do some of those. Like we're like, when he realized Steph was on him, I yeah. was like, okay. Yeah, Cause he can even pass out of those situations. There are still games where it seems like he's giving up open shots or not taking. And there was one, I think it was in game one, where he was literally under the basket with nobody on him and passed to the three-point line. And Mm -hmm. I think we made a three, but... He, he had literally nobody there and could have just laid it in. So I think that's still yeah. happening to him where he has these instincts that we, we, you know, run counter to what we might expect. But, you know, I think that's just that I'm ex- like all things being equal. And this is a very macro way to look at it. Uh, if Kawhi does stay and Gasol stays, I'm excited for him to oh, get better on this team. For sure. Like, I feel like that his skill set just needs a training camp. And, you know what I mean? And uh, sorry, were you going to say something, Catherine? Well, just in terms of this playoff series, I believe we do have a bit of a size advantage here mm-hmm. that we didn't have in Milwaukee. And I feel like we haven't fully for sure. exploited or that Philly. yet. Yep. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree. Yeah. And, and Pascal's uh, bigger than Draymond. Oh yeah. Right? I, I, when we when we get to the nurse stuff, I definitely want to I definitely want to go there uh, with some um, like funky lineups. I think we could throw out um, in in this series. But just just one last thing on Gasol. Like I I I, I never really thought about it until now. But it's kind of like with the new integrations to our team, we expect people to kind of a come in and just be like a trigger man. Yeah. And Gasol's not like that. So it's really going against his DNA as someone who like thinks the game and makes the right play. Yeah. Like, cause we saw it with Jeremy Lin, we were kind of like, Hey, can you come in and shoot a bunch of threes? And he's like, Oh, that's not what I do. And we were like, 
oh, well, then you can't play at all. Yeah. Um, but Gasol obviously <laughs> is so much better than that. Yeah. And I think immediately Gasol's like, oh, okay, well, it's clear as day that I'm better than Serge. And and jumping on what you were saying about def- like defending Gasol so much, I think we're kind of in the same mm-hmm. category there. And we can take a step back now because I think all the people um, who were making us defend Gasol yeah. – well, they were sad about, about Jonas. Yeah, it was about JV. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, there's no, like, I love JV, but I think at this point, we're at the finals. Those types of things can be put to bed. He's yeah. better than JV. There's no sense in, a t- in an argument filled well, with more of, that of much what conjecture. We need. Yeah. Right, like yeah. Gasol's just more what we need, and he and yeah, he was like a he's been at worst like the third best in any of these playoff series. Um, so it's like it's third, it, third or fourth maybe in Milwaukee. Take it for but, granted that he's yeah. g- good enough and he's like earned his spot on the yes. Raptors, and then you're going from that perspective. Now, what would you like to see him do? Yeah, more now of? let's criticize him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> as a compliment first, and then you deliver some feedback. And he it. he is vital it's in the series. It's a critique. Yeah, it's a critique. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not about yeah, it's not about yeah. hurting his feelings. Yeah. Well, I actually. Got, I got I got more fun questions here, so I'm, I'm going to move on. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I think I think tier two, yeah. Um, and I think for Pascal, he had his explosive game where where, where they were like, oh, I guess we have to play f- uh, fast break defense against this team. Um, you know, he went. Uh, well, what, what was it? 14 for 17. Then he went um, five th- of 18. Yeah. Five of 18. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. we, we just need that to end up uh, uh, being 10 for 18 in a more productive way. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think we need him and him and Gasol and Lowry to hit more open shots. I mean, if Kyle's going to go four for 11, he can't have one assist, right? It, it was two assists. Two assists. Is that what yeah. it was in a yeah. rebound? Yeah. I only know that because I was keeping track of it and he narrowly, right. he narrowly no, passed. He was at uh, zero at the half. He had no assists yes. at that. In general, we weren't we uh, we, we 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 didn't have any assists in that game. Pascal had five yeah. and Kawhi had five in um, game two. Yes. Okay. And yeah, then, Pascal actually made like he had five in game one too. Yeah, right? yeah. He he was okay. Like I know it looks like he was really bad, like bad comparatively, but Pascal actually adjusted to being the star in game one fairly well. I thought. Yeah. Kyle was the one who I was you know I was hoping for like a classic like fifteen and eight game. Please. From him. Well, I, I didn't realize his- assists. Assist I didn't particularly, he can't have two. Assist numbers were so low. Like, yes. I mean, I love Kyle, but that's bullshit. Yeah. On we, his part, like, I mean, you can't, like, <laughs> no, really, like, you're our point guard, man. You're our leader. Like, you can't, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I hope him watching game tape has been painful oh, for yeah. him. Like, I, I are, really hope Are, he are we going to see Kyle, like, passing in a hoodie? You know what I mean? Yeah, just like trying he to get also through, too, like, through I don't the hoop, know, like at these skills like, competition. I don't know if like uh, if like his injury has something to do with that. Like I don't know, but well, he can't feel his might. left thumb, right? Yeah, like so. You know, I'll give him some like benefit of the doubt there, but really. You know, I just yeah. I just want to see I'm, some. But I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I want to see some Kyle drives. <laughs> Maybe I feel like he's like my family, so I get so upset. <laughs> I, I want to see when some Kyle s- drives. Yeah, on offense, and he's yeah. feisty on D. But maybe you know, it's the Warriors. Not going to give you all these charges. And I, all these yeah, I felt like, bad for him for the foul trouble. Like I thought there were some really like annoying things that got called yeah. against him that weren't right. I yeah. thought it was pretty rough, but he, he's also a super. Him and Gasol are really, really, really physical guys. Yeah. And if they're going to play that physical every, you know, three, four games, the refs are going to ding them up. And I think in a, in a situation right. with the Warriors, maybe gamble a little bit less. And for Lowry, understand we need you on offense and we need you to, like, get to the foul line and just, like, do other stuff. I really expect Lowry to respond. 
I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Gasol too. I feel like he's going to yeah. have a bounce back yeah. game after that. Yeah, seems to always do that. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not afraid of these Raptors like not responding at all. Um, okay. okay, let's let, let's uh, move on to something a little bit lighter, or maybe it won't be. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know where we're going to end up here. Um, but there's a lot of new Raptors fans, like like a ton of new Raptors fans yeah. across Canada. Uh, you know, in Toronto, in the GTA, uh, some of them are Leafs fans, some of them are Jays fans, some of them just care that uh, the Raptors are in some type of cultural event, and and you know, some of them are going to stay on even after this season. Uh-huh. Uh, Mia, yeah, I'll start with you, and and you know, uh, I'll start with you, uh, Catherine. Um, what, if anything? What would you tell new fans who are, who, are, who are maybe just tuning in to the finals, don't watch a lot of basketball? Um, what's important for them to know, uh, to enjoy the game or to respect the game, whatever? No, to, to me, it's, it's not that there's a whole lot they need to know. I think just like watching it, enjoying it, listening to it. You know, you feel free to stay after the series is over. The only real message I want to send is to the people who can actually afford to go to these games Mm -hmm. pretty close to the court. You don't have to, like, get up and leave at halftime and not come back for a while. Right. Mm -hmm. That is like... You're making us all look bad. You can download sure. the Raptors app and order drinks to your seat. You don't have to get Very up. Very true. Like, they need they need catheters at the games. I think. <laughs> yeah. Bed hands under every seat in the platinum like, section. Like pee yeah. before I mean? the game. Like you don't. Come on, man. Like to be like to have the stadium look and so empty in that third mm-hmm. quarter and then they suck. go on the and the run. Warriors going to huge and then, run and then we yeah. got like like not like Stephen A. Smith not that I care about Stephen A. but just you know people yelling at our fan base like yeah. they don't really? speak on, yeah 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 they were people criticizing were our fan base saying we got too quiet in the fourth we got too quiet oh would you, is that what you thought we were at the game I think that the Raptors and I yeah, I think uh, I also forget Ryan Windhorse or Brian Brian Brian, Brian. Um, yeah. he's always going on about how he believes that the uh, the Scotiabank uh, like like playing the Raptors is easy because our fans are very energetic and as soon as we do anything wrong, we get nervous on their behalf and yeah. it actually makes the the road team more confident. Yes, I think like there's they can some sense it. Yeah, and I think the Raptors can sense well, it too when they start missing a bunch a of shots huge and we're like part of oh, momentum no. in a game. Well, I'll tell you this though, in the in the in but game Philly two, boos their fans, okay? Like or you know, lose their players. We're not Philly. Know, We're in a different city. I know. I mean, we, we, react, saying, like, to, we react to yeah, uh, fair, disappointment fair. with fear and anxiety as yes. opposed to anger. Yes. Like they might infer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that... Uh, I blame game ops. I, and me too. I think on some level... There Listen. Was, from being at game, four, at game two, in the fourth quarter, when we got down 12 or 14 or whatever it was, they started playing like the the, the lion sleeps tonight. and uh, No good. You know what I mean? They're like, stick with the let's go Raptors. Like, Wait, just play what? On every they offensive play- position. They played like the day. Oh, like the, they do the thing where they like, oh, it's like, yeah, more, like dangling keys for a baby. Like, yeah, no I good. feel like they didn't, it didn't feel like that wasn't the time to go light. You know what I mean? Yes. And loosen the crowd up. Like, it seemed like, just keep going with the Let's Go Raptors. And no one was sitting for the last five minutes of the game. Everybody was up. Totally. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're right about that, that and beginning of the third quarter it's, thing. It's it the small weird. things, too. Like, for me, it's like identity. Um, I, I know this isn't a, a That's tip. true. This isn't a tip to uh, uh, Raptors or new Raptors fans, but just a complaint on Game, op- game Ops. Is, uh, they, they said, everyone stand for the, t- for the tip off. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. But then people started sitting and some people were standing because they didn't know if they're supposed to do the OKC thing where we're going to wait till a score. So you got to be clear on that kind yeah. of shit. It seems Just like if we lose fans the Fans got to know, like the more we are a team, the, the my, my season seat holder buddy who I went with, um, 
he he said something. I forget what the exact idea was, but it was something like uh, there should be like section selfies so that there's not like cameras all the time. So it's kind of like there's a time where like everyone is in a giant picture, and ju- and it's just like a silly idea. But it was like a a section based camaraderie thing, like a medieval timesy <laughs> idea. <laughs> right. But 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 it's like those type of things are much more creative and fun than people just yelling at you for a free T-shirt um, during the game. Yeah. Which I'll say didn't really happen in the finals, but there is a lot of that. And I feel like, yeah, we, we can embrace a more competitive spirit. I think that, that I, w- I was lucky enough to get to go to game one. And that was the dream scenario for fan participation. Because yes, because it's all people, good. Yeah. People were in. I got there two right. hours early and people were in line at, in the security check lines to go sit in their seats, like not moving. The lines were not moving. People were queued. And they have. it's not like getting in first means you don't get a good seat. Like they had seat tickets and they were still lined up for something that wasn't letting fans in yet. So, yeah. I mean, that was happening outside, too, with the with the Jurassic Park. But uh, that was the the game. I never had such a satisfying and exhilarating sporting experience in my life. And it was really, the fans were on it the whole time. It mm-hmm. helped that we did, we were down one once, yeah. two points once, like in, this, right. in, this, in the first half, and we're leading the rest of the time. But it was that pretty was, poetic. It was pretty, yeah, it was kind of, it was perfect how it worked out. Okay, you know I, mean? I, I have some tips and clarifications. I'm, ju- uh, okay. I'm jumping back on this yeah. uh, question, okay? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go big first. Drake. Yeah. So you have problems with Drake? Sorry. That's okay. You have problem with uh, problems with Drake uh, as it pertains to the Raptors. You need to be a fan for three years before you jump in on. I don't want your Drake opinions. If you've been oh, a hardcore yeah, Raptors yeah. fan for a long time, yeah, and you know how Drake was integrated and how that times out and how it times out with us being good. I'm way more into your opinion. If you're just someone who already didn't like Drake and then now you're watching the finals and you're criticizing Drake, it's unearned. You can't do it. I absolutely agree. I'm smashing the gavel down. If you don't watch more than 60 Raptors games a year, thou shall not criticize Drake as it pertains to the Raptors. I think that's totally fair. Now, criticize Drake's career or whatever else you want to about him, that's all good with me. What is there to criticize about Drake's career? Uh, I mean, (laughs) you do what you like. I was just trying. Um, Uh, Okay, sorry. Were you going to say something? No, no, I just want to. I have one more point about this, but if you're still talking about Drake, it's fine. No, no, I'm. I'm I'm done with that. I have. I have more things I want to say, but but not necessarily about Drake. So hit me up. No, just in terms of like the fandom, I feel like over the years we've really fought hard to be a confident fan base, Mm -hmm. and I think any new fans that come on board just need to share that confidence with us. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's no, like we have, fought, us cause the Warriors we have stuff. been through it, through the nervous energy, through the anxiousness. Like we've yes. been through it. And I feel like now is just the time to be confident. This is what I'm after, Catherine, because we're in a blessed situation. Yeah. We don't need people coming in and like pushing their, their, like you know, losing anxiety. On yeah, us. yeah. Like, like maybe they're leaving or whatever, and yeah. they got that anxiousness to them. And it's not like I've never been there as a fan. You know, I think we all have. But now it's just it's just time to be confident. Yeah. Um, I, I got another one. Unless you got one, Dennis. No, I was just thinking. Yeah, for any fan, including uh, lifelong fans, just don't be. Uh, just to think before you say something corny. Act <laughs> like you've been there before. Ooh, I and, like that. And avoid. <laughs> think before you say something corny is a good one. And just maybe wonder if what your your criticism is going to come off as vaguely racist before you say it yes. out loud or Ooh, post it a, online. That's a real one. Yeah. That's a serious yeah. one. Yeah. Um, that I've, I've been thinking seeing. a lot about like how... Coded language. Coded and, language yes. and also like, you know, this, this general defense of 
Who said anything about race? I didn't say anything about race. Yeah, yeah. That is the privilege you get to have when race has mattered to you so little yes. or had to be a factor for you. Yeah. Such a little, such a, such a minute factor for you that you actually don't think of it as race when you're telling, say, a rapper who happens to be black to sit down during a basketball game sure. or whatever else. You know, I, there's any shut up and tinge. play stuff yeah. has that Or, sh- or sh- don't make 100%. noise at the Raptors game or Jack yes. Nicholson doesn't do it and all sure. this stuff. It's like, just maybe think for a second how it's going to land. I like that. In that context, that that uh, everything we've yeah. said, Jack, that that one's that one's for real. Because a lot of Drake stuff listen. sounds like that to me, and it's like the same kind of heckling you hear. Like mm-hmm. I remember watching Jay's games, and BJ Upton would get heckled a lot, and it was like lazy. Right. Yeah, like you're, totally. you're, they were calling BJ Upton lazy, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, heads up, don't be racist. Yeah, a little <laughs> a little bit lighter if you're confused. Yeah, uh, about uh, Steph Curry's mouth guard. Um, <laughs> it's just a nervous tick. It's kind of gross. It's pretty weird. Uh, LeBron chewed his nails. Um, Kawhi sits on a, a very very high seat. If you're like, what's that? <laughs> um, so Mostly you know, like sitting on phone books to get a haircut. Well, have you seen where Kawhi sits on the bench? No, I don't think I it's, noticed it's that. So because of his uh, legs and, yeah. and his back, it's oh. elevated. Oh, that's cute. So it's it's like he's sitting on two phone books. Right. Um, so, you know, th- things like that. Nav Bhatia uh, yep. is, is, a, is a wonderful person. He represents all of us. Yeah, right? absolutely. Nav Bhatia is a super fan. He's basically like Toronto Raptors royalty. Right. Yes. Oh, um, you're doing, these are all tips. Sorry. I thought you were bringing them up to like, oh, you're running through tips. I, I know, it, I I, 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 but I'm just going. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. Cause I, cause I'm, I'm so excited with all of the new fans, Yeah. but I'm also like scared and I'm a bit protective too, Yeah. but I also want to be helpful and welcoming. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Catherine, you got anything else? Nah. No, you've covered it. I know. I think I'm pretty. I think that's. I was. Good. I. Oh, I just appreciated your your passion. I wasn't trying Thank to you. interrupt you in that moment. I got. I got. I got a couple more actually. All right, go for it. Okay, fouls. Yeah, they're confusing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Seriously, if a foul happens, assume your instincts are wrong. Honestly, <laughs> no. I what think you should just assume it? the refs are, are bullshit about, remember, and the I'm, game's rigged, and just keep okay. going. <laughs> yeah, fair. I'm talking about new fans, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're deep in Raptors subculture and you have the, all these philosophies about how we've been done wrong, yeah. Honestly, carry on. Sure. Um, but if you're someone new and you're like every foul is confounding to you, or you're constantly asking the person who knows more about basketball, like why was that a foul? Don't. Just don't. Like, ask other questions. Can I add something to that that sure. I think is the responsibility of, like, uh, veteran fans? Yes. Because uh, hey, I, in, in our Raptors Facebook group, there was a discussion about some of the refing, the fouling in game two and how it was suspect. And, you know, it's right, an ongoing. Right. It's, a, it's a perpetual concern where half right. the time you're like, how do I not think it's a conspiracy? Even though it isn't. It's, you know, for sure. They're human just like all the players totally. are. But uh, the ref you suck chant. I had it suggested to me hmm. that that was actually doing more harm than good and was actually... You know the kind of thing you would never. Ah, we, you I've know, never we, been a fan we taught of like, Draymond. We taught, yelling I've, at the I've, refs. I've always found refuse suck to be a very cathartic, uh, childish oh, like way it. to express frustration. But maybe there's something else. Is all I'm saying. So I, I was given pause to think maybe I shouldn't be joining in on refuse suck. And then maybe okay. if we're getting new players in, that we might do it with glee the way we like say 
uh, think negatively about uh, people who uh, give out parking tickets. You know what I mean? They're kind of of the sports world. They're those people. So okay. I don't know. I, think, I, I don't know if I'm on this parallel with no, you about the parking tickets. I did get a bit <laughs> lost. Are you? Do you? Do you? Do no, you no. Have, like, I just think it's like. I just kind of think that I was like, do you work? Do you work in parking? No, no, tickets? no. I don't work in parking. No, you know tickets. they're like kind of universally loathed and <laughs> right. can't really do a good job. Period. Yes, like yes. no one ever cheers refs. Yes. They only ever get uh, apathy, ambivalence, sure, or sure. outright hostility. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe ref, ref you suck has always felt like, uh, you know, punching up to me, right. chanting ref you suck. But maybe it isn't. And maybe Tony Brothers just sheds a single tear every time we chant that, which Tony, is off Tony Brothers. No, there's no way. He probably likes it. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't like it. I just. So he's like a wrestling I, I heel? Think, like, like, he's, like, no, no. I just think. That would be great. If he did like the ear thing, bring it on. Sorry. I just think this is so silly. I just think parking tickets, it's like. You're in a clear parking violation, or you're not. There's no nuance. Oh, to it. there is. Wait, there's what? Totally Listen, nuance. There's parking nuance. I swear. Really? Yes. Sometimes I don't own a car. Sometimes things aren't marked. I properly, do drive, mm-hmm. but I or don't signs own hidden. <laughs> yep. There, um, I, I once forgot. I was in like a, a voice recording session, and parking was done at five, and it was five oh three, and the tow truck was already out there. No. So I'm talking, that's like... Oh, was it a rush hour situation? It was on Adelaide. Look, I know yeah. it was a mistake, but like I ran out and the tow truck was already there, which means they're like in the area oh, yeah. hovering. You know what I mean? Big boy yeah. Adelaide. They're looking for tickets. Yeah. Oh, needs a ticket. Okay. I, I see it a bit more. Okay. All but, right. Um, I, I ha- think it's the same kind of thing. There's I, a rule I book. I have enjoyed a referee suck chant. I have found it cathartic. I yeah. feel like it is our way of letting them know uh, that was a bad call and you're not going to reverse it. But what, what? Are some, what are some alts for but, that? Yeah, but Some I see your, but I ref, you see yeah. That's about, not fair. That's not fair. Why Three ref? Worth, why? Why ref? Why? Why ref? Why? Why ref? Why is so good. How could you? It, <laughs> how could you? Okay, if it turns into a whole sentence, <laughs> how, da- how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? How dare you, you ref? How dare you ref? Okay, that's I got I, I got one more Raptors uh, question. So let's let's hit it up. You, you guys ready? Ennis, I'm coming at you. Okay, I'm gonna take a sip um, of water. So the Warriors uh, overcoming. Despite injury, um, is both true yeah. and seems to be the popular narrative uh, forming in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Looney broken collarbone. Yeah, um, you got uh, Kevin Durant, obviously. Um, uh, Iguodala, uh, his thighs hurt, uh, and uh, you know Steph was a bit sick or whatever. And you also he had like IV. He was getting like IVs apparently. Early oh, in the okay, day. that's yeah. that's apparently bit, was like legitimate. That, that's a bit more than just a bit sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Clay, yeah. um, has uh, hurt his hamstring, mm-hmm. and uh, you know was seen standing up and like talking to people. But a hamstring is a very very serious injury. Yeah. Anyways, um, the point being, uh, with so many people getting injured um what what does nick nurse do to change that um beyond just like beating the warriors what can the raptors do to take the narrative back and 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 what can nurse do to initiate that whether that's like a surprise start of someone or a weird rotation like you know you had that at the end of the game you had the the box yeah the, the box, box one, and yeah. the box in one which yeah. everyone laughed at because it's like a high school thing but yeah it worked it against the warriors for yeah. like you know, four minutes, but if we beat the Warriors, 
obviously, you know, it's probably going to be about them more than us, mm -hmm. but we were going to need to do something that the talking heads are talking about for the next like two weeks. So what is that? What's, what's nurse going to do? I mean, not to dispute the very premise of your question, but I think we do the same thing we've been doing all season and that's try our best to beat the Warriors. And I think like, right. regardless of who they have, the American media is going to blame uh, or pin it on this guy being hurt or this guy right. uh, not being able to play and uh, more than they are. It already happened. Like well, the game one was inc an incredible execution of everything the Raptors do well. And it was about what the Warriors didn't do. There was some talk about our smothering all switchy defense. And are we the team that can finally slow the Warriors down? Yeah, I guess some I'm just of, mostly talking about Bill Simmons. Some which of that I'm, was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I'm asking for it if I'm even doing that. But I, I don't think I don't think I don't think game plans need to change. I think like the I think it's so you're like we, don't worry about the narrative win, just persevere well, yeah I don't I don't think these I don't think these guys ever think about narratives in the sense right. of applying it to game theory and game strategy so I think that if we beat the Warriors and they don't have KD back for the series everyone's going to be mm -hmm. downplaying it and diminishing it that's going to happen anyway and they're going to say we could never have done it without is everything okay yeah all right cool I don't know someone's lunchbox fell over um <laughs> I, I, I just don't think it's going to – I think we have to treat it like they can beat us no matter what. And that's, the, that's right. going to be the best way to, to serve our ambition to win this series. I, I agree. Ahead, I don't think this is about the narrative at all. We shouldn't worry about the narrative as Raptors fans. Also, too, like we, you got to think about it. Like they're the dynasty. Mm -hmm. We're taking down the dynasty. If the dynasty falls, that says something about the dynasty. It just does. Right, of course. Right? Of course, so yeah. it's like for yeah. them to be talking about uh, everything more from Golden State's perspective, more than our perspective, I think that's just what it's going to be no right. matter what happens. Like I, when I think And that back, was probably like, true of like Lakers, Pistons. Yeah, exactly. Like there's been a lot of Dallas, Lakers, Miami. Pistons, mm -hmm. parallels. Yeah. And it's just that's what happens. You know, when the Pistons won, it did say a lot about the Lakers. It okay. just did. So I'm, I'm going to rephrase it because... I'm going to give you a high five on that. that. Great. You. Yeah. No, you you both were like, listen, buddy, yeah. the narrative question, peace out. We could be running for office with those uh, yeah. answers. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta, That's a great question, Freddie. You know, yeah. narrative You is, know, it's actually yeah. not, though. Thank you for a fantastic um, question. Freddie, would you mind sitting on attack? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got mad on that one. Um, he was asleep until he laughed. Just so. <laughs> he was like stone cold asleep. He too. knocked his lunchbox over. <laughs> Um, the idea of Matt being able to sleep on command and then wake up and laugh. Uh, I'm going to arrive at that for a bit. Oh, yeah. That's me in my um, old age for sure. But um, no. OK. So so uh, the story of last game for me anyways um, was the 18-0 uh, run oh. and um, Boogie uh, getting everyone into foul trouble, including himself. So that's actually what I'm after here. So let me let me try that again. Um, what can Nurse do to surprise Kerr and win the game? Or is that just sticking to exactly what we are doing? And we can beat them um, by not changing anything. Well, I think they're going to have to change uh, some strategy if, if to consider that DeMarcus Cousins is going to be a bigger part of the series than they mm -hmm. anticipated. Maybe Especially I don't know if they're Lo doing that. With Looney being injured. With Looney it's being like injured. And Bogut. And Bogut, yeah. I mean, also, maybe we need to strategize uh, uh, around back cuts and get, not letting Bogut get three wide open lobs. You know, So there's a lot of – I think there's things to work on there that they weren't expecting. And I think seeing Cousins at game speed, he got better as that game went on. Yeah. So whether or not he can endure a game three, um, you know, I think he's now a variable they might not have anticipated. I don't know how much they would have considered that. You know, I think that's why the Durant carrot is being dangled this whole time that maybe we want to keep an eye out for mm -hmm. him. I think it serves us to just be ready for everybody. 
Yeah, I, I really want to impose something on the Warriors because I feel like there's an opportunity with this series that someone's going to be injured and we're always going to be guessing. And then, you know, a Jarebko put back or, or a Quinn three or a Quinn steal or a, or a Looney, you know, block or sorry, or a, a bell or bogut block is going to be this like majorly impactful thing. And I, I'm really wanting to, I'm, I'm wanting that to turn. And right. I, I don't know how nurse does that exactly, but um, I think that changing up our offense might help a little bit and introducing a couple more pet plays that, even if they don't work that well in game three, it's like, no, we know these will work. Like we know a Pascal going downhill with a, I don't know, Gasol screen or whatever is going to work. Right. I have two things to say to this. One, I think one thing we could try, I don't know if it'll work, but we could try is going big. You know what I mean? And, and getting more inside. Yes. Yep. Right? Like, Agreed. I just feel like we've been relying on the three-point shot too much. And I think, you know, we can still be aggressive, still have our transition defense, all of that, if we just go inside, go big. Here's the tough question, bit. though. Yeah. Does going big include Kyle? It can because Kyle's very aggressive. Yeah, because in the Philly lineup we had and if we he's went just big, a facilitator, we had, we, we had Kawhi at the two, so that's what made it like yeah. it's still a giant lineup. But you just have uh, Kyle out there still. Yeah, I wouldn't hate seeing yeah. uh, Siakam, Ibaka, Gasol as a front court. Yeah, it seems like I mean, oh, like that big. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because well, you gotta go well, after them. Kawhi's They're a, like limping and shit. You gotta go yeah. after them, right? And that won't hurt us in transition. It, well, I mean, theoretically, if we're playing bigger than them, we might be able to set up for higher percentage shots closer to the net. Hey, and then like we and then rebounds. we reset. It's kind of old school, but it yeah. could work. Yeah, definitely. It's a city game. Yeah, That's at least for say. certain stretches of the game. I don't think we should play the majority of the game like that. But I think for certain stretches, you know, like we said, Cousins is just getting his feet back. Right. Like if all these guys are down and we're forcing them to fucking grind in the paint. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm swearing. But like, how dare you? How dare I? <laughs> I've already done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that is a side to our game that we have that as of right now, because of injuries, they don't like I don't think Bogut can handle all that. Mm -hmm. So I do think no, that for is. Sure. I do think that's something we can try. And then the other thing I think is just for us to look with, within and just be consistent, you know, stick to the game plan that we have, like stick to what we know works. Don't get rattled, you know, mm -hmm. don't feel like, oh, now I got to play ISO ball all of a sudden because right. somebody's shots cold, you know, stick to what we do. And if we are playing a lot of post uh, offense and they come in and defend, then we'll still ostensibly have a couple of shooters open, right? Yeah. If, they, and I think, if we are putting that pressure yes. on them right by the basket. Yeah, I think the Raptors playing post offense would even look like a couple post-ups again. Sure, yeah. sure. It's just enough. I mean? It's like, think, you know, Gasol hitting an early three makes them think about Gasol for the rest of the game. Yeah. Just a couple of plays yes. that they weren't expecting off the top. And and I will say two things that uh, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm good on for the rest of the playoffs yeah. is um, one, <laughs> throwing the ball down to Danny Green in the post. He can't take advantage of anyone because yeah. he can't dribble or pass. Yeah. Um, I love Danny Green. He's so valuable out there as a shooter Fuck. all of the time. Even when he's not making, he's valuable. But I want Danny Green running around. I don't want him... like He's just not that type of guy who makes plays. And that's... I, th I see the connection there. It's like, oh, they're putting their worst defender on Danny Green, whether it's like Redick or, um, you know, what, or, or yeah, exactly. Or Cook or, 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 or Curry um, yeah, right. was on him a bunch. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think also 
Kawhi needs to like we need to run some drills maybe where he passes out of the double team a bit quicker. Yeah. Just so it doesn't form, um, you know, and and maybe yeah. also use Kawhi and Lowry as off-ball threats a little bit more. Okay. The, the, those are my but I, I think though we've been in both these games and yeah. we won one. So mm-hmm. things aren't really broken um except maybe the Warriors. So right. uh we should it's just, just the, the notion that. that we could actually change the paradigm as opposed to having players that you can't play in a series against the Warriors. I'm doing air quotes. You couldn't mm-hmm. really see that when you're listening to it. But uh <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be something to be able to and it all was of a our players can of, play, which is amazing. All of them can play and our top 8 can do things that make them have to adjust with guys who aren't as good as the players in our top 8. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're doing one of my playoff segments. You ready, Matt? Okay. <laughs> so this one. Here he we just, go. He just woke up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's back, baby. Good morning. Uh, this one's called Marcus Hull's Free Ones. So this is uh, Marcus Hull's climb uh, uh, towards the all-time free throws made list wow. in the playoffs. <laughs> wow. Uh, I know, right? I'm tracking it. Uh, so he started the playoffs with 290 playoff free throws made at 144th all time. Uh, he now has 314 free throws made. Oh, yeah. Uh, so since last pod, he has passed Terry Cummings, <laughs> Gary Payton, <laughs> Willie Wise, LaMarcus Aldrich, Mark Aguirre, <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo, Lenny Wilkins, and Steve Smith. He now sits at 126 in all-time playoff free throws made, and he's coming for Slater Martin. <laughs> I am learning so much from okay. you guys today. Okay, because we're, 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 we're doing a back-to-back here, okay? Right, okay. This one is Danny's threes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, let's Same get deal. This. Danny is climbing the all-time three-pointers made oh. in the playoffs. He's gain- I don't know if he's climbing. but he's- Very slowly. Yeah. On his inching. Feet. Let's yeah. just say inching. <laughs> last game. Yeah, inching. He had a breakthrough, though, okay? He had a breakthrough. That's true. He, like, you know, he was must have been wrapped in his... You know, his snakes or something like he had, he had a lot of courage. Um, okay, so check this out. Like a thunder blanket? You mean like I don't know. He has a lot of snakes, right. so in my mind, he wraps oh, were, them around his were, body. Like, like they and, were just cuddling. Yeah, yeah. but like, like in a, one of those weighted blankets. Like yes, comfort. but in a way that like made him like fierce. You know what I mean? Like okay. I like it. Um, you know, like a, a, sure. a, 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 I don't know. Matt's laughing at me. Snake, <laughs> snake power. Okay, snake I'm power. awake again. So, yeah, I, I woke him up with the snake jokes. Uh, so sorry, everyone who's listening to this uh, failed. Segment. I think it's okay. going great. Danny from three. So we st- when we started uh, tracking this, uh, he had 191 playoff free throws made, which had him at 20th all time. Wait, free throws? You mean, you mean three pointers? Uh, three, three pointers. pointers. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> 20th all time. So 20th all time. That's when impressive. The, well, yeah. When it all got started, uh, he uh, he now has. So he started with 191. He now has 223. Um, so since last pod, he has finally passed Jason Terry. Ooh. He now sits 17th <laughs> oh. <laughs> all time, and he's coming for Jason Kidd. Yeah. 
He only passed one person. But it's slow going still, in the top 20, okay? Still, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, Maddie, how, how many does he have to hit? Uh, for, for To catch Jason Kidd? Yeah. It's not happening this finals. I think okay. I think it's about nine. <laughs> okay, we and need another Orlando What do you mean series? it's not happening this finals? We need another Orlando series. He's got five series. more games to yeah. hit nine threes before we win the championship. I remember looking at it being Freddy. like, oh, that's tough. But... Uh, yeah, because I also set up the Serge Ibaka blocks count. Yeah. And uh, after he passed Mutombo, I was like, oh, he's going to pass Kevin McHale. And he's 40 blocks away. Because <laughs> Serge is ninth all time. Yeah. Playoff Amazing. blocks. Playoff blocks. Amazing. So, you know, Serge, you know, hopefully goes on a block party at some point. But yeah, I, I, I would I would make a, bet, a gentleman's bet with you right now that Danny hits nine more threes this series. Gentleman's bet, baby. Hey, oh. Left-handed handshake. Okay. Nice. Snake, um, snake power, baby. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, uh. If you're ready, Maddie, would you give me that NBA sting? Bobby Webster to sort of shawarma. Your meal is ready. Meal? Did you add meal? Did you get a meal there? I guess sort of shawarma is a meal. I was going to ask you, did Barack Obama go to sort of shawarma? Of course he did. And let me ask you, is that even a smart question? You know what I mean? No. Barack Obama was, of course, that sort of shawarma, and he tried everything. <laughs> have you guys had sort of shawarma at the game? Because I feel like I've I never I have. It's terrible. It's the hot lettuce. You don't heat up lettuce oh, in corn hot, and you put it in a wrap. Hot, wet lettuce. Listen, I love it's shawarmas. It's There's uh, no way. They, I love beef they patties. Get, they get their own catering. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the food at the Scotiabank Arena sucks. Oh, but, I will disagree But it's better than it used to be. Just, it used Just to be it's a, it's a pizza Just get the, the Nashville hot chicken sandwich from Porchetta. No, no, You're no, done. No. It's a wrap. No, no, no. I have been <laughs> you to a Pistons good? game in Detroit. The Pistons have good food. And their food is amazing. Like once you experience food in a different arena, you're like, oh man, yeah. our food is terrible. I'm okay. sorry, but I'm glad you know of the one good sandwich. Well, I like the Reuben arena. too. I don't like that they switch to <laughs> chips because the chips get wet from the pickle, but oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's yeah. a separate podcast. Okay, okay, that's a separate <laughs> oh, This guy's talking about pickle condensation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want briny chips. You know hey, what I'm talking about? Hey, I, I don't mind that. Hey, <laughs> you know, no. pickle. Hey, chips. Um, <laughs> okay, Ennis. Yeah. So it is uh, is the finals. Um, oh, okay. But twenty eight teams are at home. Right. Uh, we're very used to being one of these teams, so yes. I think we can empathize. Um, who's the most deserving player to have never made a finals appearance? Uh, we're talking period in the NBA, or just right period. It's the most deserving. So, never make a finals appearance. To, period. Yes, to never make it to the finals. Who's who? Who's a player where you're like, holy shit. The, you know, it doesn't have to be the best player. And you, you may, maybe a guy like Giannis or Embiid, they're so young. So yeah. it's like, oh, they can yeah. get there. Um, I'll, I'll just bring off a few to get some going for you. Right? Yeah, I'm oh, trying okay. to think. Because I think Chris I, Paul, I, yeah. Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, James Harden, Russ, players like that. Okay. Catherine, is anyone jumping out well, to you? Well, like, what, what do we consider deserving? Well, that's up to you. That's your criteria. Oh. My go-to answer is always Al, Al Horford. Because I think yeah. he's amazing. Yep. And I think he plays basketball in like, you, you know, like as they say with Lowry, like in the margins, like he does so many things that don't show up. And he's been a part of so many winning teams and he's never the fault that his team loses. And he's good enough to be the second or third best player on a championship right. team. Yeah, for sure. And, he can and he's up. just, he'll very likely finish his career without going to the finals, if you ask me. Um, and... Uh, you know, he, it, there might even be an opportunity for where, where Horford, you know, is the guy. If that Anthony Davis trade ever happens, he's one of the guys that gets like shipped 
You know what I mean? So he might just get like cast away and never have that because it's not fair. The NBA, right, you right, know? right. There's, there's lots of incredible players who never make it. Um, I don't know if this is like the most deserving, but uh, Blake Griffin comes to mind. Okay. I like that. I don't oh, think that's he's good. Blake Griffin's a guy. Yeah. Who like, you know, he, he, I feel like he got thrown away to Detroit Yeah, and, and that's it for him. Yeah. I like well, that. I mean, and he can end up moving to another team at some point. Like, I don't think it's completely over for him, but I don't know. Fair. Um, you know, it's interesting you talk about this. Oh, wait a second. Russell Westbrook has, has made it to he the has finals. made it to the yes, finals. Yes, because the Thunder. Yeah, never the won. Thunder. And so never is, won. So is James, that's different. Then I so is James Harden. Then I give it to Charles Has James Harden gone there, too? With the Thunder, yeah. With the Thunder. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong list. I'm going back to sleep. I'll give it to... Uh, <laughs> can I imagine? Well, he's out fast. Jeez. Because oh I think with Chris Paul, like... I feel like, yeah, that's a player you would have expected to be in the mm-hmm. finals. But then he had those, like... I hate to say it, but he had those moments where he choked. Ooh. So yeah, but if he, had, if, if he hadn't gotten hurt in that final game last yeah, year, they'd be, they would have made it to the finals. They yeah, definitely were close. Arc- yeah. They maybe yeah. gone two of 27 from three. That's true. So maybe Chris Paul does deserve to be on that list. Who are the oldest players in the NBA right now besides Vince? Who else uh, is on that list? That's a good question. I'd say Vince Amir has got to be getting there. Or yeah. maybe Amir is like 32. Well, Pau Gasol is, I think, 39, <laughs> right? Yeah, Pau, but he, you know, Pau Gasol has been there a bunch. I mean, I'm I mean gonna, there's okay, DeMar. Ready? We could talk I'm about right. DeMar DeRozan. Oh, you took my answer out of my mouth. That's yes. the answer. No, that DeMar DeRozan, that's the only DeMar. answer, I think. Let's DeMar, slam the gavel yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, it's DeMar DeRozan. Do you believe me that I was about to say that? I do. Okay, good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm we're good. on okay. the same wavelength. I'm going to throw in someone who maybe is eligible for a tie for DeMar DeRozan. Okay. Oof. Mike Conley. Yeah. Like, so good. Objectively speaking? Sure. In terms yes. of, like, a lack of, You could also go... Uh, Damian Lillard at that point, you know, but he's talking. not as old. Yeah, I feel like Lillard is like Conley's. Chip Conley's is, the type of guy I'm looking at where I'm like, oh man, like you're gonna go to, you're gonna have one last chance. You're gonna go to some team. He's yeah, and that's like your chance. But no he, one will get mad. DeRozan at him for, still might have like a his uh, next contract. Maybe I don't he can know. do that. I feel like can we can we talk about DeRozan for a second? Is that sure, going against sure. the grain here? No, too what do you much? mean? Yeah, like, no, I'm just trying course. to. Like, I, I, just, gotta, I just yeah. feel I like. Right did you answer. guys watch that game seven with San Antonio? Yeah, it was tough. It was. Yeah, that it was, was a tough, tough the day, watch, man. Yeah, the night that Kawhi I, hit the shot. Oh no, that was the end of no, round one. No. Sorry, that was the sorry, end of round yeah, one. Sorry, the, sorry. This year with the Spurs yeah. against the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, round one. That was a hard game to watch. It sadly it reminded me of all the reasons. He was traded. Like all of his struggles. Yeah. And and also in like there was like this play in like the final seconds and like Popovich is like screaming at them to foul. And oh yeah. No one's fouling. And it's like, like the most the game too. obvious. It's like Nurse the was most, screaming to foul. Yeah. It was like the most obvious foul situation. Yeah. All and, and, and nobody did it. And I just like I worry for DeMar because I just feel like I don't know if he did himself a lot of favors this season. Like not that he was bad, but just when the spotlight's on you. Mm-hmm. But his, it wasn't his fault against De- Denver. Was a superior no, team. In that. The fact that they took him fa- to seven is pretty and good. They... It's not solely his fault. Oh, it's just the fact that this trade automatically puts this, the Kawhi Demar comparison yeah. in everybody's mm-hmm. mind, and yeah, it's totally. just so clear that Demar wasn't the guy mm-hmm. that he tried so hard to be. Yeah, it just it breaks my heart to say this. It's no, no. Just, like I just my, don't my, know what this means for his career going forward. Like, I think he's. I think as far as his career. Sorry, no, I'm it, jumping. It, no, but it. I think as far as his career, he's ultimately going to be like quite all right. 
and 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 I I think that because a lot of people focus on like his lack of skills, particularly like the three point shooting. Yeah. Um, but I think that he's he's just a really good candidate um, to be a strong vet and. After this contract kind of runs its course, he'll sign for, you know, likely a lot less money, but he'll not be the best player or maybe even not even the second best player on the team. And he'll be, he'll, I mean, he'll have that opportunity that Mello had where it's like, are you going to join people and be part of a winning equation or are you just going to get a ton of cash? Right. And I think he'll make the winning choice. And I don't think that the problem here wasn't that he That's demanded the ball. It wasn't good enough and was not he a good He did everything teammate. we asked. You know what I mean? The, the, I, I'll bristle at the Mello comparison because Mello has shown that he refuses to right. adapt. I was just thinking like DeMar skill, averaged six assists yes. a game this year on a team that didn't have a point guard. So he yeah. is able to adapt. Granted, they don't shoot threes as much in San Antonio with the personnel they have. Popovich didn't seem to make it as much of a priority uh so his his attempts went down even as his shots went wait down. I but think, i think i'm sorry i think what's no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i think i have a good opinion on this and it just interrupted ennis but just isn't okay isn't maybe it's just the the gavel should go down on unfair comparison because do you remember when lebron and Melo got drafted yeah. at the same year and they yeah. were compared their whole career and it never made any sense it's enough already and with Kawhi, uh, Kawhi, there's been no point in Kawhi's career after his like rookie year where he's been uh, not quite a bit better than DeMar. Yep. Like at no point. Yeah, he's yeah. just been so much better for okay, so the, much put longer. Put the gavel down on, on both. Can I tell you what I was going to oh, say yes, here? But I interrupted. I think yeah. the most exciting thing is going to be after Kawhi decides to re-sign with Toronto. Um, when DeMar joins. When the, the Lakers uh, are unable to uh, get any of the marquee free agents mm -hmm. they're trying to get. And they put together a package very similar to what they offer for Anthony Davis. And then DeMar DeRozan goes and plays with LeBron on the Lakers and meets us in the finals next year. That's going to be pretty crazy, I think. Ooh, That's wow. going to be. I mean, is there a better story that you would want to see. Think about DeMar I and LeBron, that history, re debunking that, the fact he didn't take a meeting with L.A., goes to L.A. It could happen. It could happen financially, and they could meet in the finals next year. That would be my dream. I wow. would love it because it would be also LeBron doubling down on like, no, I don't need shooters. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's like, I do not. And somehow shooters. making it work. Yeah. Okay, this might just be like a throwaway question, but... um. <clears throat> I always I've, I've been wanting the NBA to expand for a long time because I think uh, it has the least amount of professional spots um, when you compare it to uh, MLB or NFL or NHL. So the like it's 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 popular. Uh, it's like it's, it's it's as popular as any of those sports, and in, 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 you know it's arguable uh, with the NFL and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, just less people get to make it to the NBA. Less players get to get paid, and um, I think we should have more teams in 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 Mexico City and you know Seattle and in all these places. But Mexico um, City. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm into it. But, They've been um, exploring that, haven't they? they, they yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like doing the games. And obviously the Africa, uh, the African kind of like Champions League 12-team expansion is massive. And it is an expansion. Yeah. Um, but Adam Silver asked about like other franchises in the NBA. And he basically like put that to bed for a while. He was like, this isn't happening. So I'm just asking you to, you know, if you don't have an answer, it's fine. Um, Ennis, I'll start with you. Yeah. But um, what's something you would like to see the NBA do? Like just in general, like as a, as a kind of like not necessarily a new foray, but something that could be cool and maybe is within reach. Uh, you know, if you don't have an answer for this, it's fine. Uh, well, I got to say something, right? Okay. You do have to have something. Else. I mean, I think anything that, and we're we're trending towards it to some extent this year, even though the top four teams from each conference made it to the second round. Mm -hmm. uh, anything that's good for not being sure who's going to be in the finals is good. 
I think. You know what I mean? Like having right. having the the certainty of LeBron versus Golden State. Sorry, Cleveland. Um, I think ultimately can put a damper on any any fan base, any support, because if you're thinking like even as Raptors fans, we've been thinking, let's make the finals right. because of how dominant yes. Golden State has been. Right. So uh, I'm speaking more in the abstract because honestly, I'm a little tapped out on we've been I've been listening to all these podcasts talking about like the uh, the tournament in the midseason that they've been trying to do or thinking about those ideas. And uh, um, short of expansion, I think anything that sort of limits without taking agency away from the players, a way to address Parity and support parity, I think, would be better for the league. You know what I mean? So even yeah. if this year, like, if we didn't know the Warriors were going to be good next year, there'd be something to it. But, I mean, it's also such a fluke how that team – I think people need to accept that that's yes. not like – that's never – maybe an, never going to happen. It's an outlier. Yeah. It's an insanely – you yeah. know, if Steph Curry had it, had his health uh, early in his career like he has now, they never signed Durant. They probably can't keep yeah. Draymond Very everybody fortunate else. You know situation. what I mean? Yeah. So Draymond drafted super late. Also, like the cap rules changed at such convenient mm -hmm. times for Golden State and yeah. such inconvenient times for, yeah. for okay, Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Me and you almost did the like Confederacy of Dodge yes. basketball <laughs> podcast. Because honestly, I was rooting for Oak. Like one of the things that I think would have been great for basketball is if Oklahoma City had kept those guys together. Yes. Yeah. Kept that whole team together. If Harden and Durant were still on the Thunder. And I mean, you know, there, there's other things that come into play because, mm -hmm. you know, it apparently is objectively difficult to be on a team with Russell Westbrook for different reasons uh, in terms of yes. how he c treats how he, leadership and yeah. whatever it means to him. You know what I mean? Like hero ball, et cetera. But uh, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I would just like things to encourage parody. Now, I'm not thinking more specifically. I apologize for that. No, I'm 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 basically with you, but yeah. I, I got a slightly more more specific ones. Go I for think, it. I think it works. Go for it. So they're doing, they're like introducing this, I don't know how it's going to work, but they're like a way to have like these like top tier college players uh, play in the G League yeah. uh, and get paid, um, you know, as a, as a way to usher in the end of like the, the farce of a relationship that athletes have with the NCAA. Yeah, right. Um, mm. And... I think that they should also use that opportunity to like raise the base level of salaries in the G League and really work towards making the G League more watchable and just like whether that's like showing like top 10 dunks from the G League or whatever, whatever, just basically really double down on the advertising of the G League and try and make it bigger so that the game can support parity and like, like, like basically bring up the rear with those types of players. Um, and treat it more like a triple A franchise for a baseball team. Yeah, and I think teams are already doing that. Yeah, but I think Raptors you, do a great job. Yeah, but what great you don't see job. is like any of that on TV. Yeah. Or any of those players, you never right. see like, you know, uh, Bruno has had like triple doubles and stuff. And yes, we see highlights because we're like hardcore fans. Yeah. But I think if they did like little snippets of that, who, like, even, even just like if they had like, uh, oh, here's the, uh, the two best uh, G League teams, like have a regular season game during the All-Star game or just during All-Star weekend or something. Yeah. So like Saturday day is like these. It's just a regular season game for them. But these are the two best teams, um, not all star teams. Like the two best teams. Like right. it's a nine to five versus it's like a showcase whatever. game for them. Yeah. Like exhibition. Yeah. Anyways, stuff like that. I like that idea. Um, yeah. Well, idea? I mean, I agree with uh, with the points about parity. My only thing is, I would rather 
uh, the league focus on getting people into the WNBA. Yes. And yeah. I'd rather see I a knew, w- I knew, you, you knew I was going to hey, say that. Hey, that's why I didn't say it. Yeah, Freddie and I have had this conversation many yeah. a time. And we have a petition written. We have a, we have a <laughs> yeah. petition drafted that we have not issued yet to get a WNBA team in Toronto. But baby, it's coming. It's oh, coming. Man, be great. It's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to happen. And so are our toques, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. But really, like, I just feel coming. like people's, uh, you know, their reservations or their critiques of the WNBA, in my opinion, are typically bullshit. I think it's a what great are the league. What are the critiques? Well, just it's that it's not as exciting. That it's not as exciting. They yeah. don't dunk as much. Like, just it's like it's they're they're very to, male gazy. Yeah, yeah. Observations. I mean, to me, the WNBA is that it's like if the, an entire league was like the San Antonio Spurs. Like it's just, just like very, egalitarian, yeah, team focused. Listen yeah, go. like that's just the type of ball that it is, and I, I think it's great. No, it's, I want to yeah, see it have more support, and I think it would be great for the NBA. And I think this is really more where they're leaning is just focusing on what they have, and yeah. already. And before and, expanding into to more places, and I think that's uh, a, yeah. that's a good thing. And I think player, there's a lot of player support and there's a lot of coach support for the WNBA. But but yeah, like may, may, maybe it's a thing of just like giving them more of those showcase times. Like I know the seasons aren't like concurrent enough to like sh- like you know like they should throw a WNBA game like in the middle of some like giant ABC night. You know what I mean? Like, right, because sure. I mean, like, the just give it more coverage. Yeah. End of May, so they th- could they could have a WNBA leading into a NBA game. Totally. Has the season started already? Yeah. See, I, didn't, I had no idea. Yeah, and I, it's hard because yeah. we're in Canada. We don't have a team. The broadcasters yeah. don't really cover it. I've decided I'm gonna after the finals because I'm just I'm so Listen, drained. We're with, making we're making this stuff. happen. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try getting WNBA league pass. And see how that is. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep you all, all right. posted. Keep us posted. We'll, yeah. we'll meet back oh, here yeah. in three months. Yeah, I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> the new owners of the house. Yeah. Solid. Okay. I'll give <laughs> solid reviews. It's uh, it's almost time for quickish questions. Oh, boy. Catherine, are oh, you okay? I'm okay. What time is it? It's 427. Oh, baby. All right. Sure. Let's, but they're quickish. They're supposed to be quick. I can give you a ride to the subway if that'll help. Oh, no. I have to take a, an Uber. An Uber? After this to Scarborough. Oh, okay. okay. Thanks okay. for thanks for editing this out. Yeah. Let's go ahead and skip this part right out of the Okay. Show. Well, uh, Matt, would you give me that quickish questions? Sting. I absolutely can. And I will for you because you are the best. <laughs> that, that's that's Matt's voice in my head. Quite a quite a long intro for the quickest questions. I know. I loved it though. Um, okay, but just just before we get to the questions here, I have one last stat tracker. Okay? Oh, oh boy. Uh, this one's for uh, it's called Kawhi the God all time points. Wow. So this right. is this is Kawhi's climb through the all time playoff point list. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kawhi started the playoffs with uh, 14, uh, 1,432 points, uh, and he was uh, 137th all-time, uh, and now has uh, 2,050 points. Um, so since last pod, Kawhi has passed Bob Cousy, Freddie Lewis, <laughs> Kevin Johnson, and Jason Kidd. Oh, Kawhi now sits at 63rd all-time in playoff points, and he's coming for Tommy Heinsohn. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Can you, do, can you do one more of those so I can cough? Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought Ennis was scared by that sound. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, I get, I get stress coughs. I thought you were giving me some like in-house theatrics. No, which no, I was no. Very much in. No, I'm sorry. Okay, quickish questions. Let's do this. Go. You ready? You both know the drill, right? Yeah. yeah, just okay. get berated by people in the Raptors group on Facebook. <laughs> you yeah, gotta sure, believe it. Um, okay, Ennis, uh, one's for you. Big surprise. How does Ennis balance living in Toronto with his GSW fandom? I'm not a Warriors fan. It was. It, it's a misunderstanding that has taken on. It, it's enough. It's enough with sure. this joke. Nobody thinks it's funny. I posted one game thread in the group because the Warriors were playing the Thunder. It was the first game after Durant left. I'm not a Warriors fan, and Jonathan Yam picked the Warriors to win in six before the playoffs started. So, okay. Some people think you're a Warriors fan. (laughs) I got some for you. All right. (laughs) Freddie, please, man, please. Catherine, in their desperation to draw U.S. viewers into watching a series between arguably the most dominant collection of of talent in NBA history against a team with no U.S. fan base, how pathetic is the narrative of the Warriors are underdogs? Oh, that's pretty pathetic. Okay, nice. <laughs> no, that's pretty quickish. That's a quickish. That's, that's a quickish right there. Matt, which is more likely? This year's success potentially potentially end up being the downfall of the Raptors as demand shoots through the roof and the fans, which are widely considered the best in the league, priced out of games, question mark. And then he also says, all the international attention uh, getting paid to how awesome Toronto is draws big free agents and we build a dynasty. So what's more likely? We crumble or build a dynasty? I think Kawhi stays and we build a dynasty. That's the correct answer. Ennis. Do you have one of those? (laughs) Just get the air horn ready for my next answer. Got this one. (laughs) No, we build a dynasty. Tugboat. Clown sound. Yeah, we don't need the out of silver tugboat. Okay. (laughs) Ennis. All right, I'm going to go quick. Uh, Also, uh, this person has already asked a question. Also, how good would the Raptors legends from game one, Muggsy Bowes, Charles Oakley, Jerome Williams, or uh, Junkyard Duck, Tracy McGrady, Morris Peterson, Chris Bosh, and Damon Stoudemire. Uh, how good would they be in the current in, in in the NBA? When well, what's the starting five of that crew? Okay, I'd say McGrady as like your proto Andrew Andre Iguodala. Um, uh, Oakley could still be a Draymond. That's a Draymond type. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm going Warriors. No, 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 no. But I'm trying to think who else is on that team. Muggsy, I think that's going to be tough. That's like Edward and Isaiah there. Thomas. Oh, Bosh, of course. That's your small ball center for sure. Yep. Uh, Del Curry at the two because we need three shooting and he could, I'm sure he could still yeah, drain yeah, buckets. Yeah. Yep. And your point guard is uh, Damon. Damon Sotomayor. He's a little undersized, but how was his shot? But Muggsy Bogues? <laughs> Damon Sotomayor undersized. Yeah. You've got Damon Sotomayor and Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> it's a small backcourt. That's a small backcourt. <laughs> that's that's isn't it? I didn't say, I didn't say Muggsy was, I didn't say Muggsy Bogues was a guy. I was saying he was too small. <laughs> Saying Muggsy Bowes is not short is the funniest thing <laughs> I said he's a short experience in a year. <laughs> Give me that talk about sting. <laughs> this is absolute. And I think I think we need to go elsewhere for a okay. point guard. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, I didn't with the question because uh, what they, they got to throw in Alvin Williams well, okay, from wh- the Sportsnet uh, broadcast. <laughs> he's working. He's yeah, working. He's, he's not a vet yet. Set in a suit. Okay. Um, I, I I didn't say that the conditions being that you can't take them from their pro- you have to take them from their prime Raptor season. Yes. So no Charlotte Dell or Magic McGrady. This is too this isn't quickish yeah. anymore. I know. Because he also says <laughs> this might be more of a lengthy question. Yeah, that's who is that? Who asked that? Yeah, Matt. Is that Matt? That was, that was a Matt. That was a Matt feels question. like a Matt. Okay. Okay. I have him on the show. No, I like <laughs> it right. was a solid question. This one's coming for you, Catherine. 
uh, Drake hoodie predictions for the remainder of the finals. <laughs> Ooh. Well, so, I mean, the starters were like, you should wear a Knicks jersey that says Durant. I still want to see oh, that happen. That's, that's so cold-blooded. I just, I can't think of anything that's better than that. It would be great. He has to wear a Knicks Durant jersey. Holy. Yeah. Okay, Especially man. if he wears it. I don't know, is he in Golden State? Is he going there? I hope so. Like, if he's Can there he? and he wears it, oh my God, he has to have so much security. Oh, oh my yeah. God. He'd have a lot That'd of security. That'd be such a boss That's move. too. That's too much. Just people, people are going to be drinking. You don't know. That, that's going to be trouble. That, like, that's He's going like, to get hit with a drink. Okay, yeah. maybe he should yeah. just do it here. Fair, fair, fair. What okay. if he comes in character as this Degrassi character in the wheelchair? Oh, yeah. That won't be offensive. Every time, no, every time <laughs> the Warriors get hurt, he's he gets up and he offers it to them. He's like... Stuff your hamstring? No, you want to sit down? Oh my god. You want to sit down? Yeah, I think I think for the people who are mad about him taking up too much space on the sidelines, wheeling yeah. in as his Degrassi yeah. character and gesturing to injured players. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Definitely Matt. the most offensive yeah. suggestion. Matt, this one's for you, and I need you to tone it down. Okay. Um, uh, okay, uh, 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 I'll try and summarize this to, to make it a shorter, shorter kind of answer. Uh, this question is for each Raptors rotation player. So you're just going to pick one. So pick a Raptors uh, rotation player. Uh, Kawhi. Ro oh, sorry, just a, le a lesser guy like a Fred. Fred. A Fred. Okay. So Fred needs to do uh, more, or sorry, he needs to do more slash do less slash keep doing blank. Um, well, he's got to keep uh, uh, glowing from that dad energy okay. and, and dropping them sweet threes. Okay, he needs to do more, though, of what? And, uh, he needs to, like, literally uh, guard Curry so bad that he, like, literally just, Okay, like, guard Curry more. Yeah. And, and what does he need to do less? Um, less? I think uh, try to go into the, what do you call it? Uh, go into the rim or, like, you know, stay on the outside, Take I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah, no yeah, drives yeah, from Fred. Yeah, yeah, no drives. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're almost getting to the end here. Uh, Ennis. Yes. Ugh. How much uh, How much time does Lowry, 33, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have left in his prime? When the time comes, is Van Vliet going to be his replacement? Uh, I think Lowry's already out of his prime, and I don't think Fred Van Vliet is going to be a starting point guard on a championship contending team in the NBA. Agreed. Sorry, guys. Those were tough. Follow-up question to yeah. that. I'm glad um, I didn't get that one. Uh, should, uh, the, uh, should the Raptors go after Terry Rozier in free agency? No? Correct answer. Okay, Matt. Um, My answers are quick. Yeah, they're really yeah. Ma I'm, learning, Matt, I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. Would we prefer beating the Warriors at full strength, or would we be happy to win the finals with them depleted? I don't care. Anyway, Correct any answer. freaking way. Ennis. Yeah. Kevin what changes, if yeah. any, need to be made to the rules around the Supermax contract extension? My gut feeling is that it shouldn't hinge on beat writers' votes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the Anybody who's voting for any end-of-season awards should not be able to fuck up the money of any players. Take that out. Agreed. Also, give out all the awards before the playoffs start. Agreed. Separate addendum. Yes. Okay. They should right? have the televised award ceremony before the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. More pomp, more circumstance. Yeah. Also, just introduce that narrative. Like, if Giannis won the MVP and then we beat them, like, that's even more fun. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, enjoy your enjoy to, your regular season trophy. Happened to Dirk. Yeah. Same, yeah. With, same, with Harden. same with Harden. Yeah. Um, okay. This is your last question. I got one more for you. Okay. Okay. Does the music Catherine. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> you need that intensity. I know. Yes. It loops or he presses it again. No, you know what I mean? You'll never know. You'll um, never know. Okay, Catherine. If we don't win the chip this year and Kawhi signs a one-year deal, yeah. given the opportunity, would you trade Pascal Siakam and Pieces for a one-year rental with the possibility of re-signing Anthony Davis? No, stop this nonsense. Okay, no, cheers. No, no, stop this. Last question for Ennis. You're so mad. I'm glad I didn't get that question. Oh. Ennis, what will it take in this finals for Ennis to finally abandon his Warriors fandom? Like, not just in a sort of shawarma way, but full shawarma renunciation. Can I just say, that was for Matt I know too. for sure this hot lettuce of a question was asked by Jonathan Yang. Yes, and I will say this again, in the Raptors group, before the fi- before the playoffs started, Jonathan Yang picked Warriors over Raptors in six. I debunk his premise, and that's all I have to say about it. I love that your questions are just being trolled by one individual. Listen, <laughs> it's really oh, it was more up. than one. Yeah, yeah, it was oh yeah, two. Um, it's it was a whole two. Group. It was two. Yeah. Okay, buddies, that's the pod. <laughs> um, <sighs> this is going to come out uh, later tonight. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get everyone that. And thank you so much for everyone who listens. Um, Catherine, you're always, always busy doing stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, this will for sure be out on the fifth. Um, so, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, just follow me on Twitter at me. <laughs> it's me <laughs> underscore Catherine. Sweet. It's a terrible name, but, uh, you know, I'm good to follow. Good jokes. Like, I'm sure you like nurse picks and shit, too, Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Please send me all the Nick <laughs> Nurse stuff. like a lot of nurse Send picks. me all the Nick Sorry, Nurse stuff. So like you so think he's legitimately Yeah, I hot? think he's so hot. Cool. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I'm not, here. I'm not <laughs> here to judge. You must be freaking out at the picture with the guitar in the Yeah, back. geez. Him oh, and yeah. The, the, first, like, the, first, road. One, the um, first one, I was like, oh, my God, serenade me. Yeah. He, br- he brought it to Oakland. <laughs> Oh, it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been it. he's been taking it within the whole. <laughs> I playoffs. heard. I heard. next to him, like kind of wincing, even though it's from the sun. It looks like he's like, oh, Nick, no more on the plane, man. No, no more. I, thumbs up. I, I heard he actually like doesn't play the guitar, but he brings the guitar in case he wants to do the Jason Kidd like drink bit. Oh. But he just get like Macaw to smash it <laughs> guitar over his back, and then he'd be like, oh, I can't. We need extra time out because like 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 guy right. smashing guitar. He's, he's tuning it in a TV timeout. <laughs> wow. String pops um, up. And it's uh, yeah. obviously the blind spot's going to be coming out at some point. Uh, yeah, but wait, gonna... when's the season finale for four? Oh, it already it aired already. So sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It was last <laughs> week. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> no, it's okay. But we are going to be shooting uh, season five, the final season of Blind Spot this summer in uh, well, uh, or later in the year. <sighs> well, you'll see. It'll, it's yeah. we start this summer. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and it'll be on NBC and CTV at some point in the next uh, 365 days, I would assume. Cool. Are you uh, are you doing any shows or just uh, catch catch you around the city this summer? Uh, catch me around. This, yeah, just just yeah. look look around the city yeah. this summer. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on a softball team. We play on Saturdays. Beautiful, different park maybe, but uh, yeah, that's another. We podcast. actually played you last week. Yeah, there you go. I wasn't. I wasn't um, able oh yeah, to we got it. we got smashed. My team always gets smashed, <laughs> but uh, we have fun. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, that really made. What me about you? You got? What <laughs> are you? Are you going to plug uh, the rap battles um, of JFL? Yeah. Oh yeah, my my, yeah. my show my show rap battles. Yeah, you should uh, be plugging too. Should be plugging to. away. Um, uh, rap battles. My show I run with my brother Miguel um, is uh, is is going to Montreal again this year, um, and uh, at least one of our shows is going to be on the twenty third uh, at ten o'clock in the outdoor. Uh, I don't know if it's the same branding, but Lotto Quebec stage is what it was last year nice. Nice. Um, yeah and I'll hit you with more details but come to Montreal it's a party it's like it's like comedy frosh um, there's <laughs> yeah. so many people there you know the first day we were there on the Monday we we're just walking around and my brother Miguel's like that sounds like 
that sounds like the Beach Boys. And then his wife, Elisa, was like, holy shit, that is the Beach Boys. And the Beach Boys were playing. There's a lot of people watching them, but it was weird because it was kind of like, I, I didn't think that they would just be playing like on the street. The um, actual Beach Boys? They were busking? They weren't busking. No, no. There was like 9,000 people there. times for those Beach Boys. But it was just incorporated into the... Not a lot of beaches. <laughs> Listen, out of beaches. anyways... All I'm saying is, is the Beach Boys were there. It wasn't even a big deal. Okay, that's 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 how G they are yeah, over there. Yeah. That's pretty boring. Uh, but but yeah, uh, help us like out the, with this pod. All that all that good stuff. The quickish questions music should be playing the entire time we record this podcast. No, we'll the, whole the whole time. It wouldn't speed things up. Yeah. Um, take that note. <clears throat> Matt, you got anything to say before we sign off here, buddy? Uh, you know, as you're watching the finals, just if you see a, a dapper gentleman in a Coors Light commercial, it's uh, your Matty D there. So uh, tip your hat. Hey. Have a Coors Light. Nice. <laughs> Have a Coors Light. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. And are you the, you're the guy in the commercial who gets bottled? Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, it's a Coors Light PSA about you. It's hyper violent. responsibly, everybody. Oh, God. Okay. Um, we got to let Catherine go, and, yeah. uh, and we'll, yeah, we'll get this pod out to you uh, later today. Thank you so much, everybody. Peace. Thank you. Bye. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. 